Ultimately, everything kind of boils down to one question. What's the fucking point? So let's talk about it. I'm your host, Valerie Martin, and this podcast brings a little levity and a lot of curiosity to some of the biggest questions and ideas that we meager humans can ponder. Join me and our guests each week as we dig into topics around psychology, human behavior, consciousness, spirituality, philosophy, and more, all with a healthy dose of existential angst. And now, today's episode. Good morning, podcast fam. It's episode number 48, and I'm actually recording this the morning that I'm planning to release it. Oh my God. I'm walking on my street right now, a little later than I normally do my morning walk. I think I see a coyote. Or no, 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 it's a fox. Oh my God, it's a beautiful fox. Like maybe 20 yards in front of me. And now it's just stopped. I'm gonna pause. It stopped and turned and looked at me. And now it's just trotting along. Good morning, fox. Okay, so if any of us needed a little fox medicine in our lives, We've got it. <laughs> what a treat. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> but you guys know that not only do I like to keep it real, but I think that's part of the magic in what I have to share with you is that it's okay not only to be imperfect and unpolished, but also like those moments that we might normally be like oh my god I need to edit that out because what did I like what am I like squirrel fox (laughs) um that those are where the magic happens so I really believe in that I hope you do too I think if you didn't you wouldn't be listening to this you'd be like oh my god this is so unprofessional you guys can also probably tell in my voice that I slept in a little bit so um and it's allergy season so anyway We are very much keeping it real. Mr. Fox, cross the street. I wonder if I'll run into him when I get a little closer up here. So, what I wanted to talk about today, oh, we'll get to that in a second, because before I get into it, I just wanted to say that I have not felt very compelled to be on Instagram much at all lately. Hi, I see you. (laughs) He's down there. And part of me is like, oh, I need to work on that. That's part of me committing to showing up and engaging with you guys and reaching more people and all that jazz. And part of me is like, hey, that's probably really healthy, (laughs) right? You guys know what I'm talking about. So um, my intention is to come back there at least some Um, because I do have things to share and I do not want to share them just to an echo chamber. (laughs) So thank you for being one of the ones listening. And uh, in the meantime, what I did want to say is that I am sharing these new midweek magic emails. They started last week, so the second one went out yesterday. They'll go out every Wednesday. And, you know, I know I've said before of like, oh, I really want my emails to deliver value and all of that. And I've always very much tried to do that. But there's something about misfit manifestors coming into existence and then now this like midweek magic concept that has me extra excited about it. So 
um, already I think that both of the emails have been super valuable, but also like don't take that long to read. They're actionable. If you want a little bit of like challenge or self-care action to take, I'm sharing a song of the week that's super impactful for me, a mantra of the week. Um, there might be things that kind of come and go through that format over time as I discover more of like what works and what you guys want and need, but that's what it's looking like for now. So if you want to get the midweek magic, you can go to misfitmanifestors.com. You'll see a link there. Um, you can also go to my other website, valeriekmartin.com. And if you don't already have my weeknight elemental rituals guidebook, if you sign up over there, you will get the guidebook. So that's a nice little treat for some short self-care options as well. So that's what I wanted to share with you before we get into the episode. OMG, I can't believe I'm a little winded. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't drank any water today. So the, it is slightly uphill on this direction of the cul-de-sac, so it'll be downhill in a minute. I lost track of our friend. He's somewhere having fun, jaunting around. Okay, so in this episode, what I wanted to share is kind of related to something that I learned at the Animus Valley Institute Wild Mind Intensive that I was just at in Kentucky. If you got my email yesterday, you know what I'm talking about. But incredible event. Highly recommend checking them out if you're looking for any kind of like personal growth or soul nature-based uh, experiences in your life soon. But we broke down this wheel that Bill Plotkin has created of the four facets of wholeness. And I will probably, I can imagine doing a whole little series on the different facets of wholeness as he describes them. Um, cause there's so much to say about each one, but today I more wanted to touch on the energy of the fool. So on the East side of his wheel, and I get your like, I don't know what the whole wheel looks like. Why are you telling me about this? I want a picture. I'll try to see if I can find a picture to put in the show notes. Um, but again, you don't need to understand the whole framework or the whole wheel, but I'm just telling you that's kind of what one of the things that inspired me to share this this morning. Um, so he views that as one of the four sort of key or core facets to wholeness. And that basically, if we don't, if we don't have much of one of these, that cultivating it is a part of our journey to wholeness, which is never something that we complete, right? It's something we continue throughout our whole lives, but we certainly can do work to heal our sort of fragmented parts and become more whole. And, and that I think is a joyful way to live and also a really responsible way to live because when we have people, um, and we could argue like perhaps the majority of people in the West, uh, who are living from their sort of fragments and not living from wholeness, bad shit happens as we can see <laughs> exhibit a. So, um, so this facet of wholeness is sort of embodied as both the innocent and the sage, 
also Trickster and The Fool. Um, so what I really want to focus on today is The Fool. And I mentioned in my email yesterday um, that, well, I, the challenge was to dance. And I shared a particular song and kind of mentioned that, you know, it might feel weird for some of you to dance if, if this is not something you normally do. So if you feel more comfortable, you can... Um, oh, a dead little mouse on the ground. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you feel more comfortable, you can shut the door, lock your door, um, crank up the music, and no one has to know what you're doing. Or you can dance in the middle of your living room. So it all depends on how comfortable you are. But we are sort of like... Our culture is notoriously uncomfortable with dancing. I mean, there are like stereotypes about it in movies and stuff, right? Where people are like, oh, I don't, I don't dance. No. And I'm not saying that you have to enjoy dancing to embody sort of this necessary facet of wholeness. Um, or am I saying that? I might be saying that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just think... If, if someone doesn't enjoy moving their body in in a fluid way in and maybe some people really enjoy more like prescribed dancing where it's like this uh, these are the steps this is how you salsa this is how you you know I don't even know all the like fancy forms of dance because I've never been trained in anything um, ballet tap jet like whatever like where there are specific things that you are doing that are sort of prescriptive. Um, maybe some people really enjoy that style of dance. And, and I think that's great too, because I do think that when it's truly embodied, that even, even if you're like running steps, um, that are prescribed, there's still something that is happening in your body as you move because we're animals, right? Like we are animals. We don't treat ourselves like we're animals. We think we're different, but we are. So we are intended to move in these physical bodies. So we are notoriously afraid of dancing. We're afraid of looking stupid. We're afraid of how our bodies look, right? Like we contort ourselves. We don't wear certain kinds of things. We don't sit in certain kinds of ways because, oh my gosh, then my legs spread out and and it's not like I've never done any of that, you guys. I'm human and living in this culture too. But that has been a big part of my own healing is like, I don't fucking care if you don't think that, you know, a skirt is flattering on me or whatever. If I like the skirt, I'm going to wear it, right? We are under no obligation to each other to wear what is, quote, flattering on our body types. So same thing about like with dancing, like if you look silly, if it doesn't look like cute and attractive or whatever, you don't look like Rihanna dancing, who gives a shit? Like, that's not the point. Um, if you're trying to audition to be a Rihanna backup dancer, okay, maybe in that setting, it matters what you look like and how your clothes look on you. Um, but I think, of course, as the freaking phenomenon Lizzo is showing us, you don't have to look a certain way or have a certain body to, to be a huge success and uh, role model is not even like an adequate word. Uh, I think she's as queen as Beyonce, if not more so. Um, so 
We're afraid of what our bodies are going to look like. We're afraid we're going to look silly. We're afraid we don't know what we're doing, right? And like I said, I've never been trained in any kind of dance. I do think I was born with like some kind of (laughs) capacity to just let my freak flag fly. It doesn't mean that I don't care what people think. In fact, sometimes that's like, that's been a big part of my own kind of growth journey and owning my misfit nature because it's like, it's always been there, but then I will be that person. And then I'll be like, Oh my God, people don't like it. Oh my God. I should be more like this other girl over here who colors between the lines. Right. And wears the right thing and doesn't like all of a sudden burst out on the dance floor, like a crazy person. (laughs) I use that term endearingly, of course. So I, I've always kind of had that in me. Um, and when I let it out, like not only do I enjoy it, but especially as, as we get older and like further away from that sort of like junior high, high school culture where it's like fit in or die. Um, I think other people really see and appreciate it too. Like I'm not doing it for them. I'm not like performing in the sense that I want applause, but if they enjoy witnessing that or joining in with it, I'm like, hell yes. So anybody who's ever been to a wedding that I've been at knows that I go to that dance floor. (laughs) Um, and I, I, what I call interpretive dancing, just because I do what feels good. So that to me is a sacred embodiment of the fool. So if you're not familiar with the fool archetype, I think of it from the tarot Um, in the sort of traditional rider weight tarot. There are 22 cards of the major arcana and the fool is the first one. Card number zero goes all the way through the world card 21. So takes us through this entire journey of this character of this archetype, starting with the fool and Getting the fool in a reading is not a bad thing. Like, oh, great, you're going to make a fool of yourself. Cool. Um, It's really like, oh, okay. So this is a a fresh thing. This is something new. This is something that, like, perhaps I may be going into without all the preparation, but maybe that's okay. You know, I think of, like, beginner's luck. Why does beginner's luck happen? Because we're not so freaking caught up in our heads. We just like kind of act from our intuition and then we start overthinking things and that's when our quote beginner's luck disappears. So, or as the Buddhist would say, beginner's mind also is full energy of like, what if I didn't know that there was a quote right way to dance? How would I move? And, and just allow myself to explore the way that a toddler (laughs) dances when you turn on the Moana soundtrack. Oh, got a neighbor leaving. Uh, But I'm not going to cut that out either. So that's what I mean by embodying sacred fool or sacred embodiment of fool energy, either one. Um, So my invitation to you is to move, is to perhaps dance, to maybe look at, especially if you're someone who's like, I don't know. This is like definitely at my edge. I do not feel comfortable dancing, especially not in front of other people. If you 
resonate with any of that, then I really invite you to explore what are some of the kind of maybe bullshit reasons that you've bought into for why you are not someone who dances or enjoys dancing. That maybe if you take that fool energy or that beginner's mind approach to it, that maybe you actually would, right? Um, And maybe you're not someone who completely hates dancing or never dances in front of people, but you could step into this fool energy even more and even more often at home in your living room. So, or at your friend's wedding or wherever else you might be where you have an opportunity in your car at the stoplight. I love when I see that. Like that to me is such an image of joy when you see someone who's in their car And so they're like, I mean, that's not the most fun activity, right? I mean, some people really like driving, I guess, but I'm not talking like out on country roads that are like beautiful and windy and all that, like in traffic on the highway and you look over and you see someone who's rocking out, right? They're singing, they're dancing. I mean, they're paying attention to the road, hopefully definitely more than someone who's looking at their effing phone. So I love seeing that because that to me is like, yes. You are living right now. You're alive in this moment. Whatever might be going on in your life, you are joyful. And and that's infectious. So anyway, that's my invitation to you. Go dance. Let go of whatever beliefs or baggage that you've attached to dancing in your beautiful body. Um, First, you got to become aware of what those might be if you don't know. And then go dance my friend. So if any of this has moved you, haha, no pun intended, I hope that you will share it with someone who needs this message and come over into the Misfit Manifestors Facebook group, um, sign up for Midweek Magic, all the things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. OMG friend, you made it all the way to the end of the episode. It is truly an honor that you've chosen to spend this time with me. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. You can find show notes for this and other episodes at ValerieKMartin.com slash podcast. And that's just the letter K. And just to make it a little confusing, you can find me on Instagram at Val K. Martin, V-A-L-K-A-Y Martin, spelled out. I love getting DMs from you guys about what you're enjoying in the podcast, questions, ideas for topics or interviews. And if you want to bring a huge smile to my face, leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. Just go to bit.ly slash WTFP review, all lowercase, and it'll take you less than a minute. I'll see you next time. And until then, keep asking the big questions.